The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here. Sitting over there is a guy who gets to choose between being 59 years old, 68 years old, or 71 years old. 71, baby. Stephen King. Sure, okay. Happy Red birthday, Sox Stephen fan. King. It was a good night for he and I both last night. Yeah, but you did miss out on one thing. What? If you had chosen the 59-year-old, it would be Dave Coulier. Of course, cut it out from Full House. But the one you missed was 68. 68. Today's the birthday of Bill Murray. Oh, nice. That's a miss. Nice. But it's okay. Stephen King's a nice uh, consolation prize. It's all right. Murray's a Cubs fan. I get time for that. Today... Is Friday, September 21st, 2018, 62 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 626, 626, the number of runs scored by the 1970 Washington Senators. On today's show, guys, it's Mailbag Friday. Ask those questions down below in the comments, down there, in these comments on Facebook. Uh, do it. Ask the questions. We're answering questions here, uh, coming up here in a little bit. Uh, we're also going to announce the, uh, uh, we're also going to announce the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award, as well as the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week Award winner. But first, Max, oh, man. you spent money on a dumb thing. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, Let's talk about spending money on dumb things. All right. Well, let me get this topic. Uh, sure. Topic bar. Sorry. Spending money on dumb, dumb things. things. Yep. All right. Uh, we'll get that up. Uh, okay. So... It's no surprise to anyone who's listened to this show, and especially no one in this office, that I have a FIFA problem. I mm-hmm. play a lot of FIFA. My wife is amazing. She puts up with the amount of FIFA I play. Uh, this is the worst time of year for FIFA playing because I'm so busy, which is why it's completely unfair that FIFA comes out now. Mm-hmm. When's the official drop date? Midnight on Sunday. If you buy the advance, I believe it's what midnight on Wednesday or Thursday if you don't. Okay. Um, definitely bought the advance. I mean, I can't live for those three days without sure, it, obviously. Of how, if you don't mind me asking, uh, how much did you pay for the I advance? I think the base is 59 I think I paid 79 So 20 bucks. 20, 20 bucks for, for three days. Three days. Okay. Stupid. Yeah, Beyond, but that's stupid. You Let's get, get stupider. You get other things with it, like for Ultimate Team and all that crap, but mm-hmm. I don't really play it. Let's uh, get stupider. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't enough. So last night, um, hold up at the at the house. I've got uh, I was watching Texan Live. I had Cy Woods and Langham Creek on one TV. Which turned out to be incredible, incredible game, <laughs> unbelievable game. Uh, if you guys didn't see that one, that was amazing. I had uh, and then I had two computer screens working on our live score updates, mm-hmm. which were automated last night and were pretty successful. I'm pretty excited. So if you guys are looking for live scores on Friday night, and you are sitting around at home, you want to pull them up. TexasFootball.com. We got you, baby. Um, so I was monitoring that, working on that with our web people. And then on the other TV, I had FIFA up. How did I have FIFA up in advance? Greg? I don't know. I don't know, Max. Um, did, did you, was it a, a gift? Like somebody just happened to drop it by? Nah. EA offers 10 hours straight of playing time. So once you pay for this, 
Ten hours straight is what you get. You don't you don't get a pick and so like no I, fits and starts. So like I buy it right now. It's twelve oh five. The clock starts at ten oh five tonight. It's gone. Yeah, the clock starts right now. You have okay. ten hours right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, for if I bought EA Access, which is their subscription video game program, which is not worth the money at all for what I play. I really only play FIFA uh-huh. and like two other games. But if you do it, you can automatically like play games that they have in mm-hmm. their library throughout the year. Mm-hmm. If you buy that, you get 10 hours of FIFA playing time before anyone else. Uh-huh. But essentially, you paid this money, to be clear, before we get to the price point, you paid this money for 10 hours of FIFA. That is Not the- even. Because there was no way I was going to play 10 hours of FIFA because I probably bought, bought it at, what, five? And five? So five. seven hours of FIFA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and, for s- and and seven hours of half-assed FIFA because I was paying attention to football and everything else. So for seven hours of half-assed FIFA, Max Thompson, you paid thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. I'm here living in my shade. Oh my god! So stupid. Wow. So stupid. That's a lot of not, money. Not smart. No. Not smart. But Although I- today is payday. That's true. We did both get paid today. Um, I mean, yeah. There's a dent in it. Already, yeah. like right out of the gate, man. Yeah, not like, my best decision. You're making me feel better because I finally bit the bullet. I've been toying with it for a while, but I finally bit the bullet and I signed up for ESPN Plus today, mm-hmm. which is the uh, ESPN's kind of premium package. Where essentially, I guess I get like all their ESPN Insider stuff now too, which is nice. But I'm buying it for all the stuff they've put behind their ESPN Plus paywall, which includes, by the way, Saturday, uh, QPR will be playing uh, once again. Uh, they've uh, they've gotten ten of their last twelve points, guys. But um, but the, for me, I can actually justify it because that's fifty bucks for the year. It's fifty bucks for a year, and as you well know. That's really going to pay dividends in magazine season. Sure. That's going to pay dividends yeah. in a lot of April, late nights. April and May yeah. when it's late nights and I just need something live sports on my television yep. so that when I look up, I can yep. spend five minutes yep. facing out. Yeah. No, it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, oh, God. Corey Hogue, uh, our intrepid uh, call, small college writer, says, uh, my deadly video game addiction is MLB The Show. Now, I appreciate this show because I think it has the single best game experience uh, career mode. In, in the show, mm-hmm. when you play as one player. But uh, Corey, I don't know if he's been around long enough with this show, but if you go all the way back to the beginning of DCF Live, we are very clearly MVP 05 stands. RIP MVP 05. I, did, the greatest, did, greatest baseball game and perhaps sports video game. Did I time. tell you Did I tell you my sad story about We'll get to football in a moment, I promise. Did I tell you my sad <laughs> story about MVP 05? Uh, I don't think no, I did. No, I don't think so. So I bought it. I bought it on Amazon. Uh, it was like 30 bucks. I was like, yep, you're coming home with me. Yeah. You're coming home with me. I need it. Uh, we had had a conversation on the yeah. show, and I was like, yeah, I need, yeah. I need to get that. Yeah. I bought it. I have a PS3. Yeah. Incompatible. Oh, no. It won't play. I Well, you can come over to my place because I have it on the original Xbox. So now my question is, do I buy a PS2 just so I can play MVP05? That's what I did. I bought an old Xbox just yeah. so I can keep playing MVP05 when I, I want I to. to you know what the weird part is, though? You have to really screw with the uh, calibration on the TV because there's oh, that yeah. delay because the TVs are so nice now compared to what they were like back then. Anyway. It's, it's amazing how we are. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. idiots. We are Texas Football. Today we're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter, at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. 
Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoor Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon, TexasFootball.com will announce the 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. Then we leave it up to you. Voting will close at TexasFootball.com at noon on Friday. Is it closed? Do we close it? Oh, I should probably close it. It was not necessarily nah, very close. I don't think it's it not was close enough that it was no going to No one was going to close that gap in time. Um, with the winner being announced shortly thereafter. That moment is now. It is now time to announce the Week 3 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award winner. The winner of the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award for Week 3 is... Fort Worth South Hills running back Anthony Watkins, who ran for 509 yards and nine touchdowns in the Scorpions' big win in Week 3. Congratulations to all the nominees. Haltom quarterback Mal, uh, Michael, Michael Black. Um, Hallsville running back and defensive back Tristan Diggers. Cuero tight end defensive li- uh, lineman Trey Moore. Goalie at wide receiver Dontavian Clay. El Paso America's running back Aaron Dumas. South Garland running back Jaquarian Turner, Victoria West running back Tyvon Hardrick, Dublin wide receiver Jacob Stanley, and Fort Bend Travis wide receiver R.J. Henderson. But a very special congratulations to the Week 3 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, Fort Worth South Hills running back Anthony Watkins. Very well-deserved. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year decided at year's end. The Week 3 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week is... I already put it up. Mason defensive coordinator Michael McLeod. There's a podcast, you know. There you go. Michael McLeod. The oh, that's true. That's the true. puncher dome was rocking on Friday night as the Mason defense stymied high-powered Sonora, holding the Broncos to just six first downs, minus 16 yards of rushing, and 59 total yards in their 27 nothing win over their 3A opponent. Congratulations to all the nominees. Irving Nimitz offensive coordinator Akeem Leviston, Temple defensive coordinator Craig Martin, and Victoria East offensive coordinator Spencer Gant. But a very special congratulations to the Week 3 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week, Mason defensive coordinator Michael McLeod. Very well deserved. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I would just have a segment about spending money on dumb things. Spend money on a not dumb thing. The Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider subscription. Uh, you get two magazines, 2018 Summer Recruiting Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, mailed to you in November. You also, or it'll probably be early December, honestly, like first week of December. Um, you also get the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You're going to run around and grab it anyway. Why not just take care of it and get it a week early? We mail it to you, uh, directly to you, the Bible of Texas Football, preview the 2019 season. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team, computer projections of every Texas high school football game, uh, a season's worth of Tep and Step, our high school football premium insider uh, uh, podcast, uh, recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete, and our recruiting analyst, Greg Powers. Lots more stuff. All that, low, low price, nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year. That is less than Max Thompson paid to play seven hours of half ass FIFA. It's true. 
10 bucks less than that. It's a no-brainer. And you get guys. all that. This is a no-brainer. Be smarter than me. Be smarter than Max Thompson. Become Make. a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. Make better investments than me, guys. <laughs> all right, Max. It is now Friday at 12, 13 p.m. It's time to crack open the mailbag. Let's get the mail back going. All right. Do we have any questions? Does anybody um, have any questions? So I wanted to open. Uh, yes. I wanted to open with uh, Brent Holman's question from yesterday because I think it's a great one to start with, and it gave you some time to research. Zero mm-hmm. three teams who you like to still make a, a deep run in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, Brent, I, I gave him crap on the show yesterday because he's a big Graham fan. Now it actually worked out. Graham had a huge win last night. I don't know if you saw that final scoreline, but they exploded. All over Decatur. It was amazing. Uh, Brent was understandably excited. I think Graham fans will probably be a little bit reassured after that performance. Uh, But in his defense, that's not why he asked. And I think you're going to talk about one of the teams that he was. I will. So I'm going to go and I'm going to select a winless team. This is the way I'm going to frame this. A winless team that I am not selling yet. A winless team that I'm not hopping off the bandwagon quite yet. In each classification. 6A, not... I'm not I'm not worried about Mesquite Horn. Mesquite Horn is now 0 and 4. Okay? 0 and 4. But their losses are to Allen, Highland Park, Cedar Hill, and Arlington. <laughs> who I believe I don't know if any of those games got canceled, but I believe they were a combined 16 and 0. Jeez. Okay? They have run a gauntlet. I am not selling Mesquite Horn yet. It may end up that they're not very good, but if that's like I'm not I'm not ready to declare that right now. I think that we don't know yet because they played such tough, tough competition. I'm not selling Mesquite Horn. Five A Division One. I am not selling Fort Bend Hightower yet. Another situation where I think they played a very difficult non district or very difficult non district schedule. They're off on a bye week. They're getting into district play. I still think they're no worse than co favorite in that district. Uh, well, that's actually not true. They've got Angleton in that district too, but. I think they're going to make a run, and I'm not worried about Hightower. Not worried about them. 5A Division Two. I'm not selling my Abilene Wiley stock. Hugh Sanifer's too good of a coach, and they punched up a lot. they got to figure out their defense, but I'm not selling Abilene Wiley quite yet. 4A Division One. I'm not selling Bay City yet. Okay. I think the Black Cats have got, uh, still have something. They've, they've been close in pretty much all three of their losses. I think they're going to beat Houston-Westbury tonight. I think they're going to beat them by like a drum, get into the win column, and I think they're going to get that. So I'm going to take – I'm not selling Bay City yet. 4A Division Two, boy, you've got – like it's hard to sell anybody on 4A Division Two because I think that that top is starting to come back to the, to the pack. Like unless you really think Giddings is going to be like that world beater or Pleasant Grove is that world beater. To me, I think 4A Division Two is wide open. I'm not selling Silsby. They get off the Schneid tonight. They beat Bridge City. I think the Tigers are for real still. I'm not buying. I'm not selling them. Excuse me. Did you like eat a buffet before the show? I haven't eaten eaten anything today. Get it together over there. 3A Division 1. I'm not selling Atlanta yet. Um, Now, they have another really interesting matchup tonight. They play another winless team that I'm not selling yet. They play Liberty Ilo tonight. And... The, I think it's a fair possibility that Atlanta's 0-4, and I'm still not lo- I'm still not going to mm. drop them. Because you think about all the punching up they've done. Liberty Island's a 4A team. They lost to Gilmer. That's a 4A team. Um, I think they lost to Gladewater. That's an undefeated team. Um, I'm not selling. I'm not selling Atlanta yet. Um, I'm, I'm hanging on to my Atlanta stock. Two A division or three A division two. This is tougher because I think that there is this kind of group at the top that I have a hard time 
um, seeing them punch through. But if you're making me pick one, I'm not going to sell. I think Tidehaven's going to be 0-4. I think they're going to lose to Shiner tonight, but I'm not selling them. I think the Tidehaven, the Tigers still have something. I think they've played a, a ridiculous schedule. They played Refurio, and now they've played Shiner. I'm not selling them yet. 2 Division 1. Uh, I'm not going to sell Hearn yet, but they got to get that offense together. They're going to be 0-4. They're going to lose to Lexington tonight, um, in my opinion. But they got to get that offense going. But once they do, I think they're going to be okay. Remember, they lost to, I think, um, Mejia? Is that who they lost to? Sounds right. Uh, I'm, not re- I'm, not, I'm not concerned about Hearn. I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be 0-4, but I don't think they're going to... Or 0-3, rather, but I think they're going to be okay. 2A Division, uh, 2A Division 2. I don't think I'm worried about Albany, but I... Res- I, I I reserve the right to change my opinion if they lose to Hawley tonight. If they lose to Hawley tonight, and, and the computer projects to be a really close game, uh, then I reserve the right to, to get worried about them. But for now, they're 0-3. They've played a tough schedule. Uh, I'm not necessarily worried about them. If you're interested in six-man teams that I'm, that I'm not worried about, again, it's, very, it's much more difficult. I guess Sands. Sands has played a very tough schedule so far, and they're probably going to lose tonight to Sterling City. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily worried yet about um, Cherokee. Cherokee, I think uh, they have a chance to be 0-4 if they lose to Marble Falls Faith tonight, which is a good Flames team. But nice. um, I'm going to go Cherokee as team on that one. There you work. go. There is you. that is that is that is that enough for you, yeah. Brent Homan? Yeah, I think it is. I think good. he's I think he's happy. Okay. Uh, Aubrey Kalachny asks, "What did you take out of Melissa versus Trinity Christian last night?" I I will say not a lot, but it's mostly because. Trinity Christian is is kind of a rising private school who we don't know a ton about other than they've got a lot of kids and we love Melissa. Uh, Melissa is a fun team. Man. They got me, some players. I mean, if anything, yeah. I come away from this feeling better about Melissa. Yeah, I mean that's probably the one thing, but it's also it's just so hard to judge what they're up against with a private school sometimes. Well, if I remember correctly, and I need to look this up, I'm probably talking out of my butt because there's a lot of games last night, but uh, I'm pretty sure Cedar Hill won or Trinity, Trinity Christian Cedar Hill won that game real late. Um, and one on like a like a late touchdown to win it. Uh, look, TC Cedar Hill is is bordering on an all star team. Like they had a move in who was a uh, from um, Lewis Sign who was from Massachusetts who was like a four star recruit, and they've got a number of them. That's a big time kind of prospect factory type program. Melissa's just kind of a program that's really good and so like a 4a program that's kind of playing by different rules i don't if anything i'm impressed that melissa hung with them mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm 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 not worried about melissa if that's the question uh, i think tc cedar uh, hill is is really really good and really really talented Melissa's awesome so i'm not i'm not particularly yeah. worried about melissa uh Crazy nights. I mean, uh, Tony Blaylock pointed this out. It's, there's just craziness in the Cypress districts right now. It's just it's insanity. And Langham Creek is zero and four and zero and two. Yeah, and they're um, good. I watched last night, but they are, uh, they've made some mistakes, and uh, it's not. They're, they're real good. So, so you're talking. So, first of all, it's going to take some getting used to. But they are split into two different regions right. now, yeah. uh, two different districts in two different regions. Yep. Um, dang it, I just opened the wrong tabs. <laughs> um, so let's take a look first and first and foremost at seventeen. District, that's kind of the classic Cypher district um, in that they've got um, um, Cyphers in there. Um, so far, it's, it's kind of Cypher, Cy Falls at the top. They're, uh, they're uh, undefeated uh, in district play. Um, there's a big game tonight in Jersey Village and Cy Creek. I think that could be for a playoff spot if Cy Creek can kind of get off the schneid their own three. So there's that. But then the other one that he's referring to is District 14. District 14 6A. Where you've got Cy Ranch, and they've kind of run ahead of the pack. Um, 
Tomball Memorial looks good so far. They're undefeated. They're looking good. And yeah, you're right. Langham Creek is at the bottom of that bottom of that district, and that was a team that we thought was going to challenge for the district title. Yeah. Um, that could open up. Look, I think Bridgeland is probably a big underdog to Cy Ranch tonight, but that's a game you kind of chalk up in the loss column if you're Bridgeland. Uh, but that could open up a spot for a team like Bridgeland to, to sneak in uh, or a team like uh, like Cy Lakes to, to sneak in. If they could beat Cy Springs tonight, that would be a really nice uh, boost for them. Uh, but overall, I expect, I still think you've got to assume, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like like that loss last night for Langham Creek uh, to to Cy Woods is just, I don't know, it's really baffling, and it, it makes me wonder, like, their defense has just not been very good, and so I wonder, like, have they dug themselves too big of a hole? Now, look, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know, it's, it's going to be very difficult for them to dig out of this hole now. Yeah, and watching the game, look, uh, Chris Heron, that's a good quarterback. Oh, uh, at Langham Creek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can ball. But they, I mean... But the defense they, has let they, him down. Yeah, the defense let him down, too, but they shot themselves in the foot, too. Yeah. I mean, he fumbled, I think, inside the 10 at one point when he was uh, nearly scoring. I mean, hats off to Sidewoods. They, they did everything to scrap and claw and win that game. But you, you couldn't help but feel watching the game that, that Langham Creek gave him a few opportunities mm-hmm. to take it away. Yeah. So I think you're right. Yeah. And so, so, look, they've got the playmakers uh, for Langham Creek. But right now, that defense has got to figure things out. And when you're in a nine-team district, like the clock starts pretty much immediately. Yeah. And there's no margin for error. Owen two is a tough hole to dig out of. Yeah. They're capable of doing it, but now it's time to start to start digging. So there yeah. you go. There you go. Uh, our man Tony Venegas out of the Odessa Americans says, "Can you see Odessa High making a playoff spot?" Broncos recorded their first shutout since 2008 with a 27-0 win over Montwood last night. I think they get a playoff spot. I don't know why they wouldn't get a playoff spot. I'm not picking them to win that district, but no. Um, yeah, it was a it was a nice win for them last night. Um, I think I think that I don't know. That's that, that's such a di- that's such a tough district that for me. Um, when I, when I look at when I look at that, it's, it's just going to be hard to crack that top four. Right. Now, look, let's let's be let's be real about it and take a look at the at the district. So so you have to assume, I think, that um, let's just assume that Permian, even at one and two, I still think they're a playoff team. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Midland Lee has looked every bit the part of a playoff team, right? Yeah. Then it's just kind of a four way scrap for two for two playoff spots: Odessa, Tascosa, Midland, and Friendship. All of which have looked good at times, and all of which have kind of had baffling, weird losses. So there's no reason that Odessa can't make the playoffs. I think the Bronchos have a great chance of it. And yes, I will say the Bronchos, because they put an H in it. It's right behind Oh, man. You're asking for trouble, buddy. it's the Broncos. I love them. Don't worry. Uh, Yeah, I think that Odessa's got a great shot at a playoff uh, playoff game. But again, it all matters what you do in district. And and especially when you've got a a six-team district like that, like... It's okay if you drop games to Permian and Lee, but every game you lose to Tascosa, Midland, or Friendship pushes you to the edge of that cliff. And if you lose two, you're basically done. So those are the games that you got to keep an eye on. What's next, Max? Let's see here. Our buddy Joseph Oliveira says, What team is on a trap game tonight? And which unranked team is surprising you? Ooh, okay. So two interesting questions. Those are interesting. Let's start with trap game. Okay. Um... Hmm. There's a game that I had in mind, and I want to make sure I can find it. Um, so a game that a game that I think is a trap game tonight. Pulling up my 
my my list of stuff. It's loading. <laughs> You're listening to live coverage of our internet being slow on Texas football uh, today. Um, hmm. The problem is a lot of those games got moved up, so so I'll have to see which games. Yeah, a lot of things got shuffled around, which makes researching this week a little trickier than usual. <sighs> I think Huddo's on trap game alert. They play Houston Lamar tonight, and I don't think Houston Lamar just suddenly got really bad. Um, I think they're on. Uh, I think they're on a, a, a high alert. Uh, I think Katie's on high alert. Clear Springs tonight. I think that's a good Clear Springs team that can give them a run. I think San Antonio Reagan's on upset alert. Uh, on trap game alert. Although I don't, if, if you're if you're taking uh, Johnson lately, you're you're kind of doing that at your, at your own peril. Um, let's see. I want to find out a small school game. What's a small school game? Um, yeah, it's hard to say that they're on that they're on trap game alert, but this is still a non district game, and it's a f- and and it's a four A team versus a three A team. But I think Giddings is on trap game alert. They're playing Cameron Yo tonight. Yeah. And I know that Cameron Yo is not the not the Cameron Yo that they used to be. But they are absolutely back on the right track. Uh, they need to watch out for that. I think that they are on trap game alert as well. Um, that's as far as I'm willing to go. The unranked team that I'm surprised by, probably San Saba. Yeah, 0-3, 0-3-0. The Dillos, baby. And big game tonight against another team that we didn't yep. expect to be unbeaten yep. in Snook. Yeah. Uh, Blue Jays and Armadillos. Yeah. Well, come on. Come yeah, on. It's going to be great. Um, but one of those teams is going to be 4-0, and that's probably the answer to your question. Yeah. Uh, Derek Moya is back. Goliad versus Shiner next week. What's y'all's predictions? I'm not predicting crap until they play this week. Yeah. that's. Uh, but I'm excited about that game. I'm excited about it, too. Um the thing that's the thing that kind of surprised me last week about Shiner was their ability to was that they finally like hit the gas offensively. That they had a game where they played a real explosive Burton team and Burton got their points, but then they were just like, sure, we'll just outrun you. That's fine. And if they're able to toggle that and say, we can crush you defensively or we can light you up offensively, that is a big-time weapon for the Comanches. Now, look, Goliad is, in my mind, pretty similar to um, who they played last week. Burton, in that they've got big-time playmakers, but the difference is that Goliad's probably got a little bit better of a defense. Yeah. That's what makes me interested. Also a much bigger school. <laughs> also a much bigger school. It's a 3 AD1 versus uh, a 2 AD1. Yeah. Um, I would say, watch out. I would say that's a, that's a really interesting, fascinating game that may be featured on the picks next week. Oh, no way. That never happens. <gasps> that never happens. Uh, okay. Shea Harris is in the house. He likes the... Uh, Lakeview shirt over my shoulder. Yeah, it looks like a good buddy. look. That one's been tricky. It wants to keep falling off the wall, so I've like super taped it up mm-hmm. there. It's been annoying. He asked, well, not really asked, but he just went halftime score of Permian versus International School of Broward, oh, Florida. God. Broward is winless and lost 73 nothing last week. So this is the thing that you see, especially like Permian plays one of these every year because everyone wants to come and have the Friday Night Lights experience, yeah. right? They all want to go out there and they want to play at Ratliff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be thirty-five nothing. Yeah, it'll be nothing I mean, to see here. As long as as long as it's not pouring rain, I don't know what the weather. Yeah, I don't know way out west. So. I mean, the weather's terrible up. That might be so far west that it won't be. It, it won't not, be affected. I don't know. But if yeah. it's if it's dry conditions, um, yeah. Permian can name their score. Our boy Sean Burnett uh, down in the Manville area mm-hmm. says Shadow Creek is rolling along. Better watch them, uh, sir. 
teams to watch on TexasFootball.com right now is about Shadow Creek. Brady Keene uh, called the head Brad coach. Brad Butler's doing a great job yeah, there, man. Called Butler and, and talked to him about the and that's, draw. And that's a situation where there are, two, there are basically two ways to go about launching a program. One of them is to just like jump right in with both feet and be like, we're just going to start. We're going to start playing. Um, the other is to do the two years of kind of not like sub varsity games and stuff like that, and that's the one that that's the way that Shadow Creek decided to go, mm-hmm. and I think you're seeing that pay dividends mm-hmm. because they have a little bit more team continuity, a little bit more team kind of chemistry that I think is paying off in the early going. So yeah, Shadow Creek's rolling right now, and I mean we knew yeah, like anyone players. anyone paying attention to Manville or you know any yeah. uh, knew that there's talent in Alvin, yeah. uh, but now it's just like yeah. It's no surprise that they're talented. No. I think it's a, a bit of a surprise that they are playing this well this early. Yeah. That's the way I put it. Yeah, it's tough to get uh, in a groove, but they seem Absolutely. to have found one. For sure. Uh, Jacob John asks, uh, which undefeated team has the best shot to win their district? Canyon Lake, Lavernia, Pleasanton, or Somerset? Oh, God. Um, he, he's, he's testing your bona fides with that one. Boy, you really are, dude. Man, okay, read those, read those schools off to me again. <sighs> Canyon Lake, Lavernia, Pleasanton, Somerset. Golly. Man. Um, That's my tough. In, my initial reaction, here's where my, here's where my initial reaction goes, was, uh, was Somerset. But I don't feel good about it. Pleasanton may look the best out of that group so far. Yeah, Pleasanton. I mean, Pleasanton's look really good. They got nothing to. They got nothing to apologize for. Uh, this is like the deepest. Of, this is the most esoteric. It really is. Friday high so school. Here's the, so here's the question. problem. Here's the problem. So Pleasanton yeah. is in that district with uh, Beville Jones, and Beville Jones has looked very good. The answer's probably, but Canyon Lake's in that district with Liberty Hill. Yeah, there's no way. Right? Now, Liberty Hill, I think, is a bona fide top five team in the state. They look great in 4A Division One. I. I think they look really good. So, yeah, I, I don't know. What? Like, you can't spring that on me <laughs> at 1231. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Somerset blindly. Sure. Somerset. Right? There That's you my go. answer. Yeah. Take that and shut up, Jacob. Golly. You're too smart for your own good sometimes. It's a very esoteric question. Uh, Bob McSpadden, this is a great time of year to slip over to the visitor's side of your stadium and take a great game time home side photo and send it to Bob at TexasBob.com. I am happy to make that plug. Hi. Can you put me on camera? Yes, you're on camera. Camera one. Hi. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football here for TexasBob.com. Are you looking for high school football stadium stuff? Guess what? There's only one site to go to. That's TexasBob.com. And you can do your part. If you see that there's a stadium on TexasBob.com that doesn't have a photo and you're going there, hey, pull out that Japanese spaceship in your your pocket and take a photo. Send it to TexasBob. He'll put it up there and he'll thank you. It's a community effort here at TexasBob.com and we thank you for your courage. Bob, if you want to clip that and put that on your site, that's, um, (laughs) that's free for you. What's next, Max? I love it. Uh, All right. Let's see. Uh, 
Daniel Agnew says he likes uh, Cedar Park beating Cinco Ranch tonight. It's a fascinating clash. It really yeah. is. It's a cl- I love that they're playing each other. I really I, do. I feel like that's a game. Doesn't that sound like a war of attrition? Like, it really right does. It feels like it's, that's going to come down to the fourth uh, quarter. I feel like that's going to be a game that hurts to watch. Like 24-21. Yeah, mean. right. Um, I think it's, it's – what I want to know – how how much was it that Cedar Park just needed to get that monkey off the back? They need to get back in the winning groove, um, which they did last week in their when they're winning over uh, over Central over San Angelo Central. I, I think I think they're back in the groove. Cinco Ranch is a, is a wildly talented team though, and so they're going to have to be careful in this one. But I think it's a great matchup. I like Cedar Park in a close one. Uh, but I think I think you're right. This is one of those games where people everyone wakes up sore on on Saturday morning, yeah. even like the fans. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, this is a good question just for people's own edification. Ruben Rios, longtime viewer and participant, says, I'm sure it's been asked, but will the summer edition ever be available to purchase and download? So, great no, question. Sort of. So, the way that we're going to start doing it, we used to, we used to digitize the magazines, yeah. which would be literally, we would scan in all 400 pages, and it would be one of those things that you could flip through, like, on your yeah. iPad or your found Kindle. out there just weren't that many people that wanted it. But that. basically, yeah, there yeah. just weren't that many people who wanted it. So, what we're doing now is that's, what, that's the beauty of these team pages, yeah. is that if you're a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, you also get basically the digital version of the magazine by going to each team page. We've also taken all of the stories that were in there for the college section uh, and put them up behind uh, 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 for insiders as well behind the paywall so yeah everything's kind of there just kind of scattered to the four winds I know it's not a super what I want to do. So next year, if, if we're if we're having like shop talk here uh, on the air, yeah, let's let's like, shop talk next week next year's magazine. Let's, let's just do it. it. Sure. Uh, I think well, I want to put me on the cover. Yeah. I think it's time. I think yeah. I've earned it. No. I don't know. I think Ruben makes a good case. Ruben Rios should be on the cover. Anyway, my point is next year I do want to find a way to organize it better, where you can just go through and we have like a hub page for you that if you want to read the Texas preview or you want to read the five A preview or you want to read uh, you know the private school cover boy that we have a way for you to do it it's right now all on the site just kind of scattered for insiders uh, we're going to try to do a better job of, of organizing next year so i hope i know that's a very unsatisfactory answer but it's the it's um, it's the truth like I, I don't i'm not smart enough to lie <laughs> so fair enough uh okay kevin higginbotham asks can you give your insight on the 32 6a versus 2 6a next week matchups say that again so next week, thirty-two six A and two six A matchup games. Thirty-two six A and two six A. All right, let me pull these up real quick. Kevin, this is like a question asking about like ten games. So okay. if you ever do it again, you're banned. Yeah, that's not true. You're not banned. Just please be kind. I'll Give ban him. Yeah, well, don't no. The oh, ban hammer. Ban the ban hammer needs to be used very very. It, I um, I've only banned a few people, and it was because they were horrible people. They deserved it. Yeah. I know one of the per- people yeah. you banned, yeah. and he definitely deserved yeah. it. I mean, my yeah. dad was out of line. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, the game that I'm immediately interested in is Midland Lee at San Benito. Midland Lee already went on the road and beat Smithson Valley. Now they just have to go even further south and play a team that I think is pretty good. I think I think San Benito is a pretty good squad. Uh, that's a game that's, that jumps out to me. Um, Permian and Los Fresnos is a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if Los Fresnos is as good as we thought they were, but I also don't know if Permian's as good as we thought they thought we thought they were. Yeah. Um, actually, all these games are really nice matchups. Midland and Harlingen's fun. Yeah. Midland and Harlingen's fun. Yeah. Um, oh, 
So Los Fre- Dang it. Do you think... Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Adam would fly me out to Odessa for Los Fresnos and Permian on a Thursday night and then fly me back? The Better to morning? ask for forgiveness than permission, sir. Okay. Let's go. Adam, Adam, my yeah. boss, if you, don't, if you don't text me in the next five minutes, I'm just going to book this on the company card and go out there for Los Fresnos and Permian. <laughs> All right. The clock starts now. Uh, next? Lee Flood. Yeah. Just wants us to know. DeMarque mm-hmm. Foster for Funky President. DeMarque Foster for Funky President. We're here for Nothing it. Nothing but respect for my Funky President. That's right. He That's is my right. funky president. Absolutely. I want to nip this one in the bud right now because it's already know. getting out of control in the comments. Uh, Joseph Olivares asked, brisket or pulled pork? Sir, this is a Texas show. It's brisket. If you ever ask this question that dumb again, you're in trouble, buddy. You're in the penalty box. It's brisket. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that we were at Dave Campbell's Tennessee football. Yeah. Get out of here with that crap. Here Come on. Pork God, on Give me a freaking This break. is a beef state. Uh, beef state. Yeah. Sir. Our, our buddy Russell Wilburn says, Langham Creek turned the ball over seven times. I didn't realize it was that Woof. many. And they still almost pulled it off. So that just tells you, I mean. Yeah, because they were, what, 47-yard yeah. field goal to win it? Yeah, 48-yard for... field goal uh, to lose 41-39. Yeah, for Cy Lakes? So, yeah. Or Cy, Cy Woods. Cy Woods. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, we got to take Gar- it with Angel Verdeo and have them change up yeah, all the schools. Yeah, for things. sure. Tina Garibay asks, what about the Mart Panthers and Riesel Indians? Uh, Mart. Um, March is awesome. Um, I'm just going to so, – so, by the way, you have computer projections of every Texas yeah. high school football game up at texasfootball.com. What does the computer say? Uh, for insiders. Um, I'm going to give you um, – I'm going to give you – I forgot they're not in Division One anymore. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give you a guess. Okay. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Now, now here's the thing. Riesel's undefeated. Yeah. And Riesel's one of those teams that's better than you think. Yeah. They are better than you think. No, they Kansas are. is on the road. Yep. March still 26-point favorite. Yeah. I was going to say I was going to say 18. So, yeah, the computer's, computer's even yes. more bullish. Although, I will say – one game to keep an eye on tonight, and I mentioned it in the picks, but I'll mention it again. Keep an eye on Wellington and Stanette West Texas. I think Stanette West Texas is pretty good. Yeah, they've been pretty good so far. Watch out for them. Wellington's really good, though. Wellington, really good. Wellington, the computer thinks they're the number one team in 2A Division yeah, 2. Wellington's I'm not really good. super argumentative about that. Yeah, I know. But I think that's a great game, and yeah. I, I would just keep an eye on that because I think Stanette West Texas has something cooking. Yeah. Uh, Jacob John's going to attempt to redeem himself here. With, better. Uh, this is another... Since UTSA and Texas State have a horrible rivalry trophy, this is true. It should just be a giant traffic cone. What's your favorite rivalry trophy? Top for top two for me are the Kia Nails and Paul Bunyan's axe. Those are okay. good ones. Yeah, the Kega Nails is great. Yeah. Um, Kega Nails, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He just spelled it wrong. Um, I'm going to go with... First of all, there is a movement online that I entirely support that did you see this that there is a push for texas state and utsa to play for a golden shopping cart i have sponsored by h-e-b H-E-B, and that makes sense it's not as good as a traffic cone but it's still pretty good very good um i am partial actually do you know what's a super underrated trophy and it pits you versus me Mm -hmm. the telephone trophy Telephone trophy. The, uh, M- Missouri yeah. and Iowa State play for the telephone trophy. R.I.P. Telephone telephone trophy. Um, I do love. I'm a sucker for the Texas uh, the Texas OU cowboy hat. I think it's great. I just think it's great. You can wear it. It's yeah. a trophy you can wear. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, Paul Bunyan's axe is great. Man, very Big Ten centric. Um, is there any others that I'm just really missing? Oh no, the Bayou Bucket. Bayou Bucket. Bayou Bucket. Yeah. Houston it's, Rice. It's good to have it back. Bayou Bucket. Good to have it back. Next question. Otis Moody with a good one. Do you think Sweeney has a legitimate chance to dethrone West Orange Stark for the region championship? Yes. Yes. Wow, you're, just going, think, you're going straight out there. Yes. Okay. I think Sweeney's legit. I, Sweeney's I really. Great, yeah. I, I think Sweeney's legit 
because they can beat you in a variety of different ways. Yeah. Their defense has been great. Their offense has some explosiveness to it yeah. that I absolutely think they are uh, they are a threat to West Orange Stark in Region 3. Yeah. Um, now, look, we are big believers in the Ric Flair principle that to be the man, woo, you got to beat the man. And West Orange Stark <laughs> is decidedly the man in Region 3. Yeah, they and still got the dudes. They still got the dudes. Yeah. And by the way, there's a fair chance they're 1-3 and three after tonight. They play Crosby. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But... I will enough. say that they're not like they're not going to go quietly into that good night. They're no. just not going to give it up. No. So yes, to answer your question, I absolutely think that. By the way, Giddings is in that region too. Giddings has been awesome. So too. Yeah. to me, I think both Giddings and I think that West Orange Stark has maybe come back to the pack a little bit. That yeah. doesn't mean they're not number one. Yeah. It just means that they are maybe a little bit more vulnerable to teams in Region Three. Yeah, legitimate shot. Sure, yes. we're not going to make you the favorite yet. But yes. Legitimate shot for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Agnew asks uh, over under tonight's. Points in the Manville Marshall game, 70. Yeah, oh. Um, I'm going to go with the over. Um, I'm going over. Yeah, so this is the thing. The one thing that's underrated, and I mentioned this in the picks, the one thing that's underrated about both these teams is they like to run the ball, which is going to kill a little bit of the clock. Um, but Manville's going to score. Marshall's going to score. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say this game's in the 40s, mm-hmm. um, something like 42-41. Uh, I think it's yeah, close. I think but you take the over. I think I think I'll take the over on there that. There you go. Michael Mitchell asks, can Santa Fe make the playoffs this year in that tough district? Good question. I've I've got this great website that I can go to and tell me the answer to it. Um let's see. Uh, so twelve five A division two. Uh they are basically up against um No. Crosby, Nederland, Viter, P and G. Barbers Hill, Baytown Lee, probably all start above them. Um, they'll have to pull off some upsets. Yeah. That's that's the the thing, and they just need to. Uh, they just kind of got to find some offensive consistency. If they do that, they've got a shot. But basically, the game's going to come. Like you have, like, like right now, right now. Let me go out on a limb here. I'm going to pencil Crosby in for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pencil Nederland in for a playoff yeah. spot. I'm going to pencil P and G in for a t- playoff spot. Yeah. That means you got to beat Viter. You gotta be Barbers Hill, who's I think a pretty good team. Yeah. And you gotta be Baytown Lee, who I think is surprisingly good. Yeah. You got numbers love it's, Baytown it's, Lee. It's it's you gotta it's it's tough. It's a real tough district. So no is my answer. Um you would need one of those teams at the top to fall apart. Yeah. Um and then you'd have to win some games that you're that, that Santa Fe is probably going to be underdogs right. in. So it's tough. Uh, and to piggyback off that, because he asked it again, we answered this yesterday for Todd Gleaton, but I want to make sure he knows we answered mm-hmm. it. He asks, uh, what, do you, what do we think of PNG's slow start? I don't know if Todd knows, yeah. but their best player is hurt, and he will be out for a few weeks. But, He's out for a bit. So, yeah. so Rashawn Johnson, their quarterback, yeah. came up lame in their loss to Nederland. Yeah. And Not Nederland. They haven't played that game yet. No, I'm sorry. Their loss <laughs> to... I'm like, what? Uh, Huntsville. 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 Thank yeah. you. Sorry. I yeah. am extremely Come on, drunk. Come on. Um, the, the, the He came up lame. Uh, he, I believe it was pretty scary. He got carted off, and we yeah. were worried he was done for the year. Yeah. It's, but it sounds like what they're going to do is they're definitely holding him out till district play. And who do they open against? Let me see if I can find their schedule real quick. Um, because yeah, if it's a backloaded schedule, I like their chances a lot more. I think, yeah. Because yeah. if if it's yeah if it's a backloader schedule and they don't play like Crosby until like week eleven, then I wonder if they're going to hold him out. Yeah. So right now, um, P and G opens with Baytown Lee. That's a tough one. Yeah. No, it's front loaded. Uh, it's front loaded. It's it's Baytown Lee, Viter, and Crosby. And well, but then, you know you can make the argument though that they can steal that 
a last or third playoff spot by just beating up on people on the back. So end. here's what here's what I think they're going to do. Know? Here's what I think they're going to do. I bet they hold out. Now I don't. I have no inside information on yeah. Rashawn Johnson's medical history, yeah. but I will say I bet they hold him out for for Baytown Lee, and if they lose that game, I bet he's back for Fighter. Yeah, and I I will almost guarantee he's back for Crosby on October twelfth. Um, by the way, October twelfth. That's the second really interesting game on October twelfth. The other one I tweeted about. Uh, Frisco Reedy plays Lucas Lovejoy, and I'm Hello. really excited okay. about that. Right. I think next week, by the way. So Reedy's at Frisco. Uh, Reedy's playing Frisco next Thursday night at the Star. The Star. The Star. And um, you know I like to take Tep Wife uh, yeah. to date night. Yeah. Uh, out there at the Star. And Reedy. Reedy's the the. It's either Reedy or Lone Star are the two teams I, I'm interested in seeing out of Frisco. Most interested in seeing. Yeah. And now I think Reedy's going to be a big favorite in that one. Yeah. But it's at the Star on a Thursday night, and things like the Stars aligned. I think I might just go out there and watch it. Nice. I like it. Sounds like a plan. Unless unless Adam will fly me to Odessa and back. <laughs> Three more before we go. Yeah. Uh, our buddy, this is a great point. We were talking about this uh, last night and this morning uh, in our Slack Tony Blaylock points out, crazy weather. Two games are going on right now, guys. Yeah, there's noon kicks. Yeah. There's a couple of noon w- kicks. Wiley right at Saxe and North Garland versus Lakeview Centennial. Going on right now. It's happening right now, guys. Yeah. It's happening right now. Yeah, so by the way, I-, I mentioned it before. I'll say it again. A lot of games have been moved. A lot of games have been yeah. uh, shuffled around. John Tyler and Eulis Trinity just got canceled. That game is yeah. done. It's not happening. Yeah. Um, so check your uh, local sports affiliate. Uh, so if you're in Dallas, check the Dallas Morning News. Uh, if you're in Abilene, check the Abilene Reporter News. Uh, if you're in Waco, check the Trib. Uh, all these things. East Texas, check ETSN. Yeah. Uh, all these things. Check them. They will have the most updated information um, because it's just there's so much. We wanted to collate it all, but it's just so scattered. We don't really know. So uh, do check that out. All righty. Next question. Uh, Miguel Pena. What is it with you guys asking questions about games next week now? <laughs> Angleton. You know we do this every week, guys. Angleton versus Shadow Creek next week. Your pick. Not making a pick yet. I'm not not going to do it. I'm not making a pick yet. I will say I've been yeah. very impressed with both teams so far. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm going to side with Angleton based on experience, but Shadow Creek has been really impressive yes. early on. Yes. Um, Rusty Nisk. This is a great one because we had a few people, uh, asked, asked a lot of great questions about this game. Hard-nosed football game tonight in Alto. Yeah! Garrison travels. Who wins big? Boys up front for Garrison or the speed of Alto? Yeah, and well, you know what? Boy, you just stole. Do you guys want this job? Yeah. You can just have this job. Yeah, that's great. Um, great question. That, 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 well, because they hit the nail on the head. Nailed that, it. That basically, this game does come down to do you buy into um, Alto's speed more than you buy into Garrison's, um, uh, Garrison's uh, like bulk, yeah. beef? Right. Um, I know you love that word, beef. beef. Um, now, it's worth mentioning, um, I don't think Alto has played the schedule that Garrison has. I think Garrison's a really good 1-2, and two, and I think it's possible to say that Alto is a fine 3-0. and oh. So the record's a little bit deceiving here. Um, yeah, I, this game's at Alto. I'm going to go with the Yellow Jackets. I think that it's a close game. I think it's a, it's a close game, but, but you're right. Basically, my question is going to be Garrison's defensive speed. Can they keep up with Alto, who's going to want to stretch the field, who's going to want to get sideline to sideline and get their playmakers in space? So, for me, Alto is a team that's going to have the speed advantage. If you're Garrison, you want to grind it out and eat as much clock as possible. I like Alto in a close one, uh, which would drop Garrison to 1-3, uh, and three, and they would be the 1-3 team that I'm probably least worried about in the yeah, state. Yeah, they'd be fine. They'll be uh, just fine. Two more at the buzzer, because I know I, my answers will be the same as yours, okay. sir. 
if need will find some defense, how deep can their outstanding offense take them? Long way. Forever. Got to play some defense. Forever. That offense, gotta play some defense. That offense they're, is awesome. Their offense is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Streetick, is that the running back? Ashton yeah. Streetick? Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, he's awesome. Hintzer, the quarterback, yeah. right? Oh, good Lord. They're awesome. They, they got to play some defense, they gotta play. They got to figure it out. We've seen this before. They just cut the brakes. Yeah. like, oh, let's just get uh, And look, I'm here for it. Yes. Burn it down football is my favorite, but we got to play some defense. Yes. But if they do, that offense can take them a long way. And finally, Billy Pinson asked, thoughts on the Corsican and Kaufman game last night. I think this move up for Kaufman is a little tricky for them. Uh, I think uh, we got a little too excited about some early resor- results losing to Corsican. Now, know, look, you know. remember, Corsican won this game at the buzzer. Eight-second yeah. touchdown I know, pass. I know. Uh, eight seconds left. Uh, but um, – I, I think that right now, what this does, this is very It's a learning weird. curve. It's a learning curve. It's a great program, but it's a learning like, curve. And Kaufman's got to understand that when you move up to 5A, it's every single week. Yeah. It's like they got up for that Ennis game, and that's awesome. They got a yeah. great win out yeah. of it. It's got to be every single yeah. week, and you got to finish it. Um, I think this is a bump in the road for Kaufman. I still think they're a pretty good squad. Yeah. This is a nice win for, for Corsicana, too. One thing we talk to coaches about all the time, when these programs make moves up, it's never necessarily about uh, talent level on the field. Uh, they always feel like their first teamers – uh, have the talent to match with with the teams that they're playing if they're already a good program. Kaufman has that. They've always mm-hmm. had playmakers. What gets tougher as you move up is the deeper in the game. Your, your kids get beat up because you need that depth, and you're yeah. adding it slowly. And I think there's sometimes a one- to two-year learning curve for programs that move up right away. Yeah, that's, I think so. That's just my take. I think Kaufman's going to be fine in the long run. They've got players. Uh, but I, I just think that's a perfect example last night of a game that, you know, it's going to be tough in those late quarters when, you, when you're still building up those numbers. Oh, my gosh. The Rangers just fired Jeff Bannister. <gasps> That's going to do it for us. <gasps> Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Live scores on the site today. Tonight. TexasFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us <gasps> on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday where we will mourn Jeff Bannister on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.